Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. It's time to face the podcast with Helen Thorne, Stuart Heritage, and Ellie Gibson! This is the Scummy Mummies Podcast. Hello and welcome to the Scummy Mummies Podcast. It's me, Helen Thorne. And it's me, Ellie Gibson. Hooray! And we are joined today by Stuart Heritage, or Stu Heritage, or Stu Heritage. Oh, that's three different versions. Oh, I don't mind. I don't. Whatever. It okay, Mister Heritage. That's better. Yeah. Stew <laughs> pop. Is that too familiar? That's, yeah. Yeah. We no, only just right. yeah. yeah. Okay. Great. So, Stuart Heritage is the Guardian pop culture expert, an X Factor blogger, and soon to be dad. How exciting! When is your baby due? February. Really, really close to Elliot's baby. Yeah, I'm. I'm due on the fourth of February, mm-hmm. and you're the ninth. Yeah. If things, if things go according to plan, which they won't, but yeah, the ninth. Uh, what What I like is that if your baby is due at the same time, you were doing the sexy time. Approximately. Oh, my dear. That's, That's disgusting. It's, it's so That's funny. How you've made it weird. You know, Stuart's a very nice man. But I don't want to think about him having sex. To be honest, I don't want to think about myself no. having sex. I'm seven months pregnant. Right. The last thing I want to think about is having sex. Yeah, nothing exists from the waist down. Yes, <laughs> really, really not. Until I get a sharp reminder of what is there around the 4th of February. February, uh, yeah, and then no one's ever touching it again. Anyway, <laughs> happy times on the podcast. That's right. For those of you who are tuning in for the first time, it's like this all the time. <laughs> so, so welcome new listeners to the podcast. Now, um, Stuart, do you know the gender of your baby? Yeah, it's going to be a boy. Hooray! Yeah, I wanted to say a little boy, but that's sort of given. Yeah, <laughs> a bit weird. Don't it's... say it's a little boy. It's a boy. It's... Oh, very. It's going to be about, about eight foot by yeah. two foot. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Exactly rectangular baby. Oh, have you started thinking about names? We're going to go alliterative, I think. Nice. Is it going to be a heritage? Not yeah. A wilder? No, it's going to be a heritage. Yeah. Did Robin keep her name? She is a wilder heritage, but she's she specified no hyphen. Ah. So when she tells people what her name is, she has to say no hyphen at the end of it. So she's taken a name that was quite long, made it even longer, and then with the explanation at the end of it. Seriously, <laughs> delivery men, when they come, they just get bored and walk off halfway through yeah. her saying her name. Well, that's feminism, not bad me. <laughs> <laughs> when I got married, I adopted the title Captain. Nice. <laughs> Captain Ellie Gibson. Just a really... I like good. that. I love when you do those online forms and there's like 7,000 yeah, titles. Yeah. You're like... I like when you can, when you fill out forms like like I remember filling out a form for like a virgin uh, frequent flyer card right mm. and you can put in whatever you like like you can make up a middle name so uh, I put myself down as Ellie Maverick because <laughs> I'm a massive Top Gun fan and that's what it says on you're my a massive like dickhead <laughs> that is all so true uh, that, that's my BA card though Ellie, Ellie dickhead Gibson that's for British Airways only yeah Anyway, oh did you want to do the podcast? <laughs> so how are you feeling about being a dad? Are you nervous? Are you excited? Do you feel violently ill? I am. It's sort of, it's that late period. I don't know how it is for people. I haven't really talked to many of them, but I kind of, I'm a bit bored of being terrified and excited all mm. the time. It's just a thing. I can't remember a time when Robin wasn't pregnant anymore. Yeah. I'm excited. I'd like to, you know, see see him. But yeah, the rest of it can sort of. Yeah, but there's the X Factor finals to get through first. Exactly, I mean, yeah. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. She had to go to ho- Robin had to go to hospital last week. Uh, um, and I had to stay in because I was life blocking. <laughs> <laughs> I can't. Really? Stay. And I was like, if it's serious, if you're giving birth, I'll come. But 
yeah. the people need to be entertained. That's, that's the main thing. That's <laughs> my, my public need. Yeah. <laughs> you might be coughing that baby out all night, but if there's no joke about stereo kicks on The Guardian tonight, what that's is right. going to happen? Yeah. So how is how is Robin doing, generally? Awfully. Oh. Awfully. I, I asked her, you sent me some questions over, and I told her that this was one of the questions. Yeah. She sent me a list of things oh that was goodness. wrong with her. Hyper hyperemesis. Oh, hyperemesis. Hyperemesis. That's not good. Parentheses. Kate Middleton vomiting disease. Yep. Oh, yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. She's. Uh, also, I vomit whenever I see Kate Middleton, but that's just <laughs> that's me. Yeah. So there's that number two anemia. Oh god. Number number three. She sprained her foot while we were on honeymoon, and couldn't walk anywhere. Love. Number four. Gestational diabetes. Ah. Oh. Number five. She's broken her ribs. Oh my god! One of her ribs. Uh, number six, she fell over uh, on, in a chocolate shop this week and bruised her coccyx. She has a herniated disc in her back. Number eight, R. Oh, oh love, Robin! It's like terrible pregnancy bingo. It's oh, like yeah. she's got the full house. Oh, love! That means her birth's going to be a dream, surely. Yeah, yeah. That's or, it. That's how it works, isn't it? That's right. Just, just tell her she's been through the hard bit already. Just tell her that. <laughs> say that that's my advice yeah oh well lots of love robin and best best of luck with it and i mean that for myself as much as you (laughs) Uh, are you gonna stay at the head end i think i don't know i'm just just gonna do whatever she says yeah Yeah. whatever she says well i saw on oprah on oprah they said i'll make the man stay at the head end or he'll never go near it again really yeah um but uh you know in the moment i didn't give a monkeys he could have stood in birmingham and i would have gone to a strip club quite really couldn't look at someone else's I couldn't care less um yeah and he did he did you know he has a right old uh, look down there and mm. you know and we've had sex three times since then that was three and a half years ago so. yeah and once was successful yes exactly yes. <laughs> yes obviously we've always had to cut a hole in a sheet but apart from that <laughs> it's been great that's great so you're supporting Stuart <laughs> um now you've talked about naming your baby after Noel Edmonds why is mm. that the problem with the baby is obviously a lovely name it's not it's a terrible name and it was just a device I used in a story I didn't ever really think I was going to name him after Noel Edmonds and then they used it for the f***ing headline but uh, oh, we had a horrible experience early on uh, with the 12 week scan uh, where they told us we had an enormous chance of it having some sort of chromosomal disease because of the neutral uh, the nuchal fold, nuchal fold. Yeah. 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 Oh, I can't even pronounce things right uh, yeah, it was really high, and they gave us a one in twenty-two chance of it being having either Down's or Edwards syndrome or something horrible like that. And immediately they took us into a room, uh, and Robin had to have this enormous needle put into a wound. Was that am- amniocentesis? Yes, what it's called yeah. yeah, nasty. And it's this huge needle, and they tell you they say if you move a, a millimeter, it's going to hit the baby and. Things would go wrong. So Robin was like gritting her teeth and crying. And it was just the worst. It was just the worst. And then we had this big long week where we had to wait to find out what the results were. And we were kind of doing our heads in. And then um, I thought of Deal or No Deal, which is a 1 in 22, also a 1 in 22 chance. And no one ever wins. They never win. No. No. So I thought, well, you know, if it's a horse, that's a shit horse in a horse race. 1 in 22 (laughs) is a shit horse. And that kind of, (laughs) that's how I got through it. But it was miserable. Yeah, and then they said it was it was okay. And it turns out Robin has a microscopic extra arm on one of her chromosomes. No way. Just a tiny, like a like a thousandth of a chromosome. Uh, and our baby also has that. So it's probably going to be fine because wow. Robin's fine. But we met the, like this scientist, detective, geneticist lady, the poshest woman I've ever met. She drew a family tree. It was very exciting. Was it like Silent Witness? It was just it was just <laughs> like Silent Witness. It was just like Silent Witness. That's amazing. Yeah. So did you did you find it difficult because you know obviously Robin is the one having the baby did mm. you find did you feel a bit helpless or did you feel like you were going through it just just the same? Really? Um well I think waiting and that like, I think it was probably the same but just in general sort of fatherhood is just mm. well during pregnancy at least it is just sort of rubbing backs and sort of foot rubs and stuff and not really going through it mm. as mm. intensely yeah just saying sorry my husband said sorry a lot really <laughs> sorry for impregnating you <laughs> all of it he's got a lot to apologize for no no sorry for you know because i because i do get you know god i'm I've, i feel as i say i feel bad about whinging because robin's had it a lot worse <laughs> but i do whinge about i've got a sore back and i hurt my heel mm. the other day and i couldn't walk properly and all that and i'm meh, meh, meh. and he's just like so- sorry <laughs> <laughs> 
That's not helpful. <laughs> what would you like me to do? <laughs> Turn my time. <laughs> <laughs> Phone Doctor Who. That's what I'd like you to do. Um, oh, but but so things are good now. Things, things are, are things are okay. The baby is extremely violent, extremely kicky. Uh, every time Robin has a, like a Doppler on her stomach, the baby will just kick it clean off. Wow. wow. Uh, which is exciting. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. I'm worried that he's going to be more alpha male than me. <laughs> that, that's he's guaranteed, to... though. I think, that, I think that's it. I, I, my husband's, he's quite a metrosexual, quite, you know, not, not a man's man, so to speak. <laughs> Lovely. But, yeah, both Ellie and I um, have husbands who are much more sort of willowy and... Yes. Is that where your uh, dad's act comes from, your husband's? The characters we do are called Rod and Rod, which are the right on dads, which we've kind of taken from this kind of new wave of hipster dads who look very overly sincere. And we, we use these sort of voices like, oh, we only have organic food and oh, things like that. That's right. So that's where we that's where they kind of came from. And there was an article, I think, in the Evening Standard talking about the new tribes of dads. So that's where it came from. Oh, yeah. No yeah. one in particular no. that we took it from. And we do wear my husband's clothes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we do. <laughs> And I wear my own glasses. <laughs> what does that say about me? Yes. What does that say about me? Anyway. Yeah. Oh. Um, now, you've, you've written about fatherhood, because I think there was an article recently and about a tribe or a term called DILFs. Mm. Um, now, I think most people know what a MILF is, which is a mum I'd like to f**k. F- I have to bleep that now. Sorry, I'll say mum I'd like to f**k. F**k? an Australian slang word. What about fondle? Is that nice? <laughs> well, it's better than f- yeah, isn't All right, it? Yeah. yeah, true. All right, Speak so, so, well. so, so. <laughs> how did you discover the term DILF? Um, there is an instant. I don't go looking for it. I, I'm really bad. I'm really. He was googling MILFs and then yeah. his finger just slipped. Whoops! You know, D's all the way over the other side of the finger. Um, there's a an Instagram account called DILFs of Disneyland, and there's someone <gasps> who just walks around Disneyland taking pictures of these sort of hot dads tattooed. Oh. Sort of who's the guy from um, uh, Maroon Five? That band. Oh, that guy. Oh, yeah, that yeah. guy. They all look exactly like him, and they wear <laughs> wayfarers, and they've all got like a kid under their arm, like it's sort of an accessory. <laughs> um, and there's once once you do a sort of a search for Dilf on the internet, you enter just a oh. horrible black hole. That That's you can't a portal, escape from. I bet, to another awful world. It is. It is. When the thing I wrote got published, uh, we got loads of comments saying, "You know, one of those links goes to a gay porn site, don't you?" <laughs> Yeah, and I, because I, I think it's quite funny because I think it was in was it late eighties, early nineties when Demi Moore did the Vanity Fair cover, and that was that sort of turnaround where the pregnant woman, not sexualized, but it was that that kind of uh, portrayal of pregnancy that changed, and then Mariah Carey did it, and then every other celebrity's done the naked the naked pregnant thing. Oh, and, we did one, didn't we, the other day? Yeah, that was <laughs> nice. And I ate yeah. baked beans. It was very erotic, and a couple of sausages. <laughs> You should have seen where I put the breadstick. Hey! <laughs> but um, the images of the parents... Stay with the steward, it's all right. I'm with you. I'm uh, with you. We've reached that point in the podcast that we met a guest that was like, no, I want to be sick or leave. I did just bury my head in my hands yeah, yeah, for the yeah. sake of... <laughs> he has listened to the before, podcast. <laughs> Why do you need the door shut? Yeah. <laughs> That's right. Um, but yeah, I think that it's it's interesting the way uh, pregnancy and parenthood has been almost kind of sexualized or, or lusted after when it is the least sexy thing yeah. ever, I think. Yeah. I, didn't, I felt very unsexy when I was pregnant. I didn't feel very raunchy with my puffed up ankles and my stretch marks and my sad face. <laughs> <laughs> Whereas now you do burlesque every other Friday night. Yeah, indeed. <laughs> There's even men now that dress up as pregnant women. That's right. Mm. Yes, M pregs. M pregnant. Yeah. yeah. And so there's this sub species with J pegs. So. <laughs> <laughs> weird. Lead to some really weird coincidences. Let's <laughs> <laughs> try to send an M preg. Um, but yeah, so M pregs are these men who dress up as pregnant women and send pictures of themselves to each other. And there's Tumblr accounts all devoted to it. Mm. Yeah, male pregnancy enthusiasts. They're mm. called. Are you are you a male pregnancy mm. enthusiast? <laughs> <laughs> That's a horrible, weird sexual stuff. If you Google M-Pregs, you just get a bunch of sort of weird fan fiction that's always about sort of 
Benedict Cumberbatch growing a uterus in yeah. Harry Styles. That's oh. right. There's a whole ejaculating a lot. It's, oh, it's awful, isn't it? Yeah. Oh, I'd like to see Zane breastfeeding though. That would that would float me boat. <laughs> Zane from One D leaking all over stuff. <laughs> Very nice. He's in a nice little uh, pregnancy bra. But is there not a bit of it's like well, you know. You were saying maybe you, you do feel a bit like, you know, because Robin has to do all the work. Yeah. Isn't, wouldn't that be a way to be a bit more empathetic to, to what, strap to dress one up as her and walk around in front of her? That's ridiculous. <laughs> uh, just, it wouldn't weigh as much. It wouldn't, I wouldn't have any of the diabetes. I'd just be sort of kicking my heels around going, this is easy. I've got a space up around my jumper. Yeah. I'm so sympathetic. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be the biggest p- take. Yeah, no, you're right. Do you ever do you ever look at her then? Because I asked this because the other day uh, I stood up and I just took, turned around, and caught myself in the mirror, and I saw this gigantic thing, you know, sticking out of my of my middle bit, and I said to Pete, "God, it is it is weird, though, isn't it?" Like I, I, and and he just went, "Yeah, to be honest, mate. Sometimes I look at you and it's fucking weird." <laughs> So you're not up for the MPreg thing, Stuart. No. What about this, right? So this is um, uh, in China. There's a hospital in eastern China which is offering fathers-to-be the chance to experience the pain of childbirth using pads that induce an electric shock. This is in Shandong province. Book your tickets now, gents. And uh, <laughs> about 100 men have signed up. So they put these pads on the men's abdomen and they give them electric shocks and they can feel the pain. 100 men have been made to do that. Well, but I, There is no look, way they've willingly gone, I wonder it's like to have your balls electric eating. that is direct quote from the Guardian Stuart are you questioning the yeah. <laughs> journalistic investigative I'm really pleased that was a news story first if that, another paper had run that I'm almost positive I would have got a call saying we'd like to electrocute your penis <laughs> not yeah. after that no I'll oh, put your toaster Why? away yeah. <laughs> get a toaster and a knife the crocodile kips <laughs> that's right no, I don't like. We love this story because we do these uh, characters, the right on dads, in our stage show, which you've seen, and they have a they have a, a joke where. Oh yeah, so so my line is: I say my my wife Bunny insisted on having no pain relief, but what she did insist on having was some a tens machine attached to my testicles, and every time she had a contraction, she just pressed that buzzer, buzzer, and I could share the moment with her. Yeah. So when I read this thing about China, I was just like, they ripped I, us I, off. You know, yeah. <laughs> we I did thought, this joke a year ago. I thought this was a stupid joke. Turns out it's real life. It's satire. Turns out it's satire. Brilliant. That's, it. That's a lucky. We never, do, <laughs> we never do satire on purpose. We don't know how. Um, you complained about the advice emails because you know we also mm. have these baby websites, and I get ones like I don't know if you've had. Um, are you on the baby centre? UK or US? Oh, uh, UK, I think. That's well, I I signed up to both somehow, but it's quite funny because the yeah, yeah, and the UK ones you get are all like, oh, you know, maybe you should think about having some vitamin D if you feel like it, and the US one is like ten ways your baby could die with electricity. It's really like, and yeah. it goes, and I, I still get them, and it's like, oh, the UK's one like, oh, your baby's free, maybe you want to read it a book now. And again. <laughs> <laughs> Whereas the US one, how to tell if your baby is an idiot in five easy steps, and it's always numbered, it's always like numerical yeah. and concise. So yeah, I recommend both for the full <laughs> picture. Um, but what sort of advice would you would you like as a dad? I don't know the stuff I get. Oh, it just sort of. The, the NHS emails you get during pregnancy is like one a week and I've read Robins and they're like your baby is developing eyelashes and it can hear you now and mine is literally take the bin bags out <laughs> you are fat now I've got this one app right called I can't even remember it's called like Daddy or something and I don't even look at it anymore because they give you a daily tip for dads oh. a day, and so over 40 weeks I think they've run out shut of stuff up to, yeah. shut up more yeah. 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 hold her hand Today's daily tip is, are the cameras charged? <laughs> that's the tip. I don't... I, I, I think cameras. that's for the birth. <laughs> what, well, like you're going to get it from yeah. three different yeah. angles? Yeah, like, it's what? ridiculous. Yesterday's... Yesterday's good. Are you going to cut the cord? <laughs> think about it. <laughs> Who is writing this? Spend Who? today thinking about... What's tomorrow's? Triple check baby's hospital bag. Talk to the bump or sing to it. They can hear now, you know. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> I think that's probably enough dad chat, do you think? Two, yes. Yes. Uh, uh, um, before before we finish, I've got I've got a present for Stuart. Oh. Oh. I've handcrafted something, Ellie. Oh. You love it when I do that. I do. Mrs. Maker, they call her. <laughs> 
So There's always a noise change from I've, I've got you a present to I've made you a present. <laughs> I'm I've sure got, it's lovely. I've got and made your present. So what I've given you is a muslin. Oh my god, that's lovely. It's an. Is that really <laughs> <lipstick? laughs> I thought. I thought for a minute you embroidered. I thought muslin. I had a brief second of embroidery. <laughs> but it's a sharpie. You've just got a sharpie. I've got a sharpie on a muslin square saying "Good luck, Stuart and Robin. Love the scummy mummies." <laughs> it's very nice. It's spelt correctly. I I sort of wish you hadn't done it in the colour of blood. <laughs> It looks a bit like a sort of feminine hygiene product. No, it doesn't. Oh, it's lovely. I appreciate it very <laughs> like, much. Thank but, you. But when you do when you do Valentine's Day cards, it's in red for love. Mm. Yeah, but you don't normally <laughs> write them on a. <laughs> and is it a used muslin? Is this a second hand? Yeah, this was what I used on my children. <laughs> so it's been clean, personalised. Um, at, at least forty degrees oh. for, for sanitation. <laughs> Um, but yeah, that's that's my little gift. I'll, I'll take a yeah. photo of it for, for yeah. the internet. Stuart's being very polite and gracious. It's about very it. nice. Noticed, yeah, I noticed you haven't touched it yet, though. <laughs> Absolutely not. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's, no, I briefly thought I'm going to get that frame, but that's not going to happen. It's very <laughs> nice. Thank you. No one else has got one, Stuart. <laughs> I'm so happy. I'm the happiest man who ever lived. Yes, you are. <laughs> Shall I put it back in my own bag? That's then? lovely, darling. Well done. Yes, there we you go. take that home, put it back in the duster's cupboard. Well done. <laughs> oh, we but that—that's that's my big advice. Get lots of muslin squares for the first six months. Thank you. I will pay that mind. Yeah, great. <laughs> oh, that was. Okay. Oh, that was nice. No, that was nice. Don't look so defeated. No, it's fine. No, it's. Oh God, are you making it worse? <laughs> Everybody's making it. It can't get any worse, basically. Really? Oh, Listen, let's chat. just let's I'm... just move on. Okay. Let's just talk about the X Factor instead. Yeah, That's right. what I do in all difficult situations. You yeah. Know. Talk about My husband came in the other night and said, I'm having an affair. I said, let's just talk about the X Factor. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> now, to kick us off... Uh, <laughs> sorry, Helen's just put an entire mince pie in her mouth, it looks like. You all right, dear? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We've opened the wine, which is, of course, the best way to get through X Factor. Mm. And let's just do it, because, of course, you live blog it, don't you? Yeah. Yeah, so you have to be, like, on it. Yes, yeah. I have to be entirely sober. Excellent. Well, um, so to kick us off, before we get into the chat about this year's X, X Factor, yeah. I thought we could have a little bit of a reminisce. So I've prepared a quiz. Oh, Ellie. Uh, it's an audio quiz. Oh, amazing. An oral quiz. I love it when she says oral. I know. <laughs> said it just for you. You're so filthy. Um, so I'm going to play you some oral clips. <laughs> Stop it. <laughs> so erotic. <clears throat> okay, you ready for your first clip? All yeah. right. Someone left the cake out in the rain. Who was that? Was that was that from the live shows? That was from the live shows. I think that might be series one. I, I know it's very, yeah, this is this is very early. I oh. never saw any of series one. Ah. Oh. Is it Brookstein? No. Oh, okay. It's a woman. What? <laughs> no. That is one of my favourite X Factor performances of all time. That's Rowetta. Oh, the Happy yeah, Mondays. Yeah, the Happy Mondays. Singing lady. a song about cakes. Yes, yes. Wet it's cakes. MacArthur Park. MacArthur Park. Have you heard Why that? Why were they singing MacArthur? Why they wouldn't do that now? Wait, I know, Never. I know. That's why I love it. It was so weird and dark. And the song itself is very weird. Like, is it about drugs? Is it about yeah. it's weird? And Rowetta <laughs> just came out and she just sang this weird song. <laughs> and I was like, that's entertainment. That's, that's entertainment. I'm in for the 11 series. Yes, <laughs> yes. Sign me up. Okay, are you ready for your second mm. clip? Mm. And who else? I, I think I remember seeing this because this is towards the end of the series. They yeah. sang with their heroes. Yeah. And it was... Ah, da, ba, ba. I can't think of his name. Because Danny was on. It was, it was in the Danny Oh, was Danny, Danny, Danny right, years, right, yeah. right, right. So. You're very pleased with yourself, Helen, having guessed the voice of one of the most famous pop stars <laughs> in the world. That's, you know, <laughs> don't <laughs> do, <laughs> sit back and relax. <laughs> no, that's it. 
No, I'm, I've drawn oh, a blank. No. I can see him. I can see him. I can't. I can't name him. That was duetting with Kylie. That was Leon Jackson who won yeah. the X Factor. Where is he now, though? Well, he's on this podcast. So <laughs> I like Leon Jackson. Yeah, he had that one bit of hair. Yeah, yeah. He, he looked a bit like a sort of Final Fantasy character. He'd just been in a fight. Yeah, yeah. He was quite sweet. Oh. But you so... knew you knew he wasn't going to make it, though. He had that. Oh, this is yeah. Your time. He cried a lot. I remember. Yeah, he yes. wore hats. <laughs> Those two things combined, not so about me. Quite <laughs> um, here's the next clip. <laughs> Wagner! Yay! Oh, I, knew, I knew that one! You knew I, I knew know. that one! I love that was, was that his sing off song? I uh, think it might have been one of his sing off songs. Yeah, it was, it was a wildly it popular one. Touched me. Oh. <laughs> I'm very good friends with Wagner. Now. Wagner I touched do. me as well, I rang the police. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Are you friends with him, yeah, really? Very good friends. Oh well, quite gosh. good friends. Oh, like in person? Yeah, he did a live vlog with me once. <gasps> How was that? It was weird. It was, um, I, my boss wanted him to come to my house uh, and I just split up with a girl and I was doing it in like a grotty bedroom without any windows and so I didn't want him to come. So he said he, uh, uh, text me his thoughts (laughs) as the show was going on and I, uh, had to email them to, or no, my girlfriend got the phone put it in an email, sent it to me, I cop- copied and pasted it just straight in without reading it and he has some very interesting thoughts. Oh, wow. It was insane. It was so weird and now we're now we're friends. Now every sort of few weeks he'll be like, Stuart Heritage is my favourite journalist. <laughs> the man is a genius. When he's not appearing in Dormio adverts as a fan. <laughs> Good accent. <laughs> oh, That's hilarious. Yeah, it's great. I, I'm packing to move house. I just threw away an autograph photo photo of him oh you threw it away my wife my wife went crazy I'm not surprised that could be worth thousands of pence (laughs) have you heard his new song he's got a new song out it's called Switched On Like a Radio he sounds he sounds like a really aggressive Dracula you should you should try and listen to it Switched On Like a Radio that's exactly how it goes that's exactly Uh, the melody uh, 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 one oh god Life is full of what-ifs, some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry, and some, well, less awesome, like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard Fixed Indemnity Insurance Plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out-of-pocket costs, no deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what-ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss plushcare.com slash weight loss pause alright uh, there's two more clips okay okay, okay. I'm okay. In. Go. here we go Janet Jackson no <laughs> little Janet Jackson <laughs> she's not been on the X Factor <laughs> no. does her name begin with an S 
Yes. Right. So I'm, I'm basically right. It's not blockbusters though. <laughs> it's not reverse blockbusters. If you just guess the first letter of the answer, you she get. She was a... in it this year. Correct, Stuart. Yeah, and I do this for a living, and I can't remember what she's called. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> not a clue. <laughs> Uh, that was Stephanie Nala. Oh, yes, I yeah. liked her. God, poor Stephanie. Yeah, I thought I'd frame one from this year to see if you. Uh, Thank if you. you. Did I get it. half a point for saying? You S. got half a point. Yeah, for saying yes. Oh, I'll just because you're the guest. Just yell out some consonants. Yeah. You got a point for guessing Kylie Minogue. I'd keep my mouth <laughs> shut if I were you. <laughs> All right, because okay, so we've got one left. This is the decider. This is the final clip, right. and uh, okay. this is my favourite X Factor act of all. Time. And Conway Sisters. I'm really thinking that that was just for you, Gary. Love you really, babe. Let's have it up, X Factor. Here we go. Yeah. Rylan. <laughs> Correct. I, to this day, I love Rylan. How do you feel about Rylan? I thought, I wasn't that big a fan, really. Oh. I felt like he was trying too hard to be Wagner. I thought he was oh. going... Although, did you see him ever do the Big Brother spin-off that he did? He did. No. And he, he tried to develop the catchphrase, what's your chat? <laughs> <laughs> He'd take a call and be like, what's your chat? And it lasted for two episodes. <laughs> very noticeably dropped for the rest oh. of the... It's almost as good as Helen's catchphrase. Crack that nut. Yeah. <laughs> I love him. And when my friend, when it was all happening, my lovely friend Angela um, tweeted him and got him to hold up a happy birthday, Ellie Gibson, on Twitter. Wow. Never. And it was one of the best moments. So yeah, you and your, you can keep your sign photo, Wagner and your, your sexting relationships. <laughs> oh. oh, no. Did you, did you like Ryan? I did, and I still do. He was on um, recently on a Grace and Perry um, yeah. Special, and it was—he was gorgeous. Actually, yeah. he talked about how he's got like a million Twitter followers, and how he needs to. Yeah, he's so deep. <laughs> <laughs> I'm painting such a beautiful picture. Yeah. Um, and then he went into this whole thing about Kierkegaard, and it was very. <laughs> I'm moving. very confused by his teeth. Mm. Very confused by his teeth. They just, get bigger and whiter. Like it's just very strange. They are. It's like a rare of extra chewing gums. Yeah. Just <laughs> jammed into his gums. I I love him. I mm. don't care. I just, He's gorgeous. Yeah. 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 Well, at the, so at the end of that, uh, Helen, you have one point for guessing Kylie. One point Minogue. for Kylie. Thank you. And Stuart, you have two and a half points. So congratulations, X Factor expert. You are in fact an expert. Who would have thought it? <laughs> That's it. Oh, great. Well done, me. <laughs> yeah. So let's talk about this year's X Factor. As an expert, do you think it's been a vintage year for X Factor? Um, no, it's been better than it has been for a while, I think, because Gary Barlow isn't on it, and he was agreed dreadful. He was awful. Yeah. Um, I don't like where it is now. All the, all the good people have gone now. It's just sort of bland, sort of competency. Yeah. Which is very hard to live blog. It's the worst thing to live blog is people who can sing quite well. I like. I really like Fleur's sister. Yeah. Oh, I yeah. really like her sister. She's like she's like the murderer from Too Many Cooks. She, yeah. just, she just appeared in the corner of a frame at once, and then she started sort of. And now she's just. They always she, do a cutaway to them going going <laughs> on a park bench. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Then Didn't we, you write something uh, about her last night about her wearing a suit made out of her sister's skin? Yeah, she, was, <laughs> it was a she wants to be. Image. It's a she, little bit Peter Greenaway, Ellie. <laughs> <laughs> That was my intention. That yeah, I'll get it. Yeah, live dogs on. Yeah, you want Fleur to win. Yeah. That's your. What about you, Helen? Yeah, I think Fleur. I like. I, yeah, when she did the Whitney last week, I loved it. I quite like her, but I she's just... never as good as you think she's going to be. I think. Yeah. I always think she's going to be amazing, and then she's quite good. Yeah, that's it. That's it. Whereas Andrea, I love his faces, and I think mm. you. There was a wonderful line of yours where you said he looks like someone. A woman being sick out the back of what was it? Oh yeah, Yates or something. But yeah, <laughs> yeah. when he when he does a big note, he sort of just goes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love that. I love the nostrils go and like you just like yeah. I keep expecting like, something like if a unicorn to fly out <laughs> of one of his nostrils. Like it's anything could happen. I love him. Yeah. I think he's. I think he's and, great. And what about or Ellie as Ellie calls him eight ball. Um, yes. Who is eight ball? Uh, stereo, stereo kicks. kicks. Oh. Me and my husband call them eight ball. Or sometimes because did you read the story? We, we sometimes call them. Uh, eight ball featuring the Ibis brothers. Because, <laughs> did you read the story about the Ibis? So apparently, two of eight ball, the main, uh, the main diva kick, 
who we call Rick Astley Kick. Right. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yes, yeah. yeah. Rick Astley Kick and uh, we call Ibis Kick. Um, <laughs> for reasons that are about to become apparent. Yeah, they've been getting the girls and they like to take them back to the Ibis. To the Ibis. And they make the girls pay. <laughs> Yeah, nice. and the girls pay for it. Yeah, nice. yeah, yeah. Whoa. So, yeah, eight ball featuring the Ibis brothers. I, I like them. <laughs> yeah. What freaks me out is that one of them, I think, is 20 and one of them is 14. That's the age <laughs> Imagine yeah. being a 20-year-old and having a 14-year-old and like and being in at the height of your fame and all the Ibis trappings and having a 14-year-old <laughs> boy, a little boy. Yeah, hanging around yeah. in the bunk beds. It's quite weird. But I, I, my favourite bit is when they all, like, they're all standing in their line and they start, and one of the reasons I call them eight ball, they start doing this thing with their hands where they're like and they all in, in unison they're not looking at each other they're not doing they're, it they're all feeling at the same it's way it's like they're clutching balls mm. they're just like clutching, cupping and clutching I love it I, I just want their mums back though like they're just they're all, I love mm. you boys and they've all got like gorgeous nails and gorgeous hair and they're all glam glam then, glam mums and then they all start talking about how they fancy one of them that yeah, was oh that was you've met my, my mum oh god and then um, <laughs> later on they went into the audience they were like hey you're the one who everyone fancies how do you think of it and she was like it's alright I guess oh, yeah, boys yeah Ooh. imagine if that was Little Mix yeah. going oh I really fancy like yeah, Jay's dad bloke Ugh, in a vest yeah. going whoa <laughs> Little Mix <laughs> it was all a bit weird how do you feel about 8-Ball then do you like them I know they're my least favourite there's one of them I think it might be Diva Kick I don't know any of their names but I really I've taken against him he just looks like a nasty piece of work. <laughs> yeah, he, he does look like Diva Kick. Yeah. He's My husband doesn't like the one with the big earrings. Oh, yeah. yeah. I, he said, oh, he just looks like a nasty piece of work. And I said, yeah, he looks like, he's like, no, go on, just sniff the glue. Just sniff it. Nothing happened. Just sniff it. <laughs> oh, oh, lovely. Um, what do we think of the judges this year, Stuart? They're an improvement on last year. Definitely. Yeah. I really like Mel B. Melb, as you Melb. call her. Yeah, I, I missed. I missed it. out the space bar once, and my wife went, "You spelled wrong." And I went, "Yeah, I meant to." So now, <laughs> <laughs> I'm just I'm committed to that as a nickname now. Yeah, Melb. I think she's great. I think she's oh. she she comes out sometimes in a legitimately bad mood. Mm. Like, I, that's what I can't I can't bear it. She's just oh. she's so fucking <laughs> angry all the fucking time, and she's just like for her, it's a constant struggle not to say. F- you just, you just like, why are you so cross, Mel? All the time, you're so cross. <laughs> Drives oh, me nuts. I like her. I think she's a really nice balance because I think Cheryl can be just a bit. Wet. Don't yeah. you speak it of Cheryl? Oh no, oh. she's rubbish. <gasps> she is. She's the worst. <laughs> we have a rule in this house, Stuart. We do not speak ill of Cheryl Culver Sanders Vasini. <laughs> <laughs> Do not speak. Okay. She is a beautiful angel sent to to us from the Lord. She's a she's really wet. Helen, yeah, she's Helen, she's really wet. You are on very dangerous ground. <laughs> she is. That's why I like Mel B because she's got a bit more. She's got a bit more grit and yeah. oomph. And I do agree with what she says. I think she. Yeah, she's, me too. She's a straight talker. Would you like some more wine, Stuart? No more wine for our Cheryl <laughs> yeah. meeting friend. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, dear. so have you had any like social media interaction with famous people apart from Wagner? Apart from Wagner, 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 sorry. Wagner, sorry. Um, a few. I'm kind of me and Dermot O'Leary. We have every now and again. He'll be like, "I read your life blog." <laughs> that's nice. And then remember that I shouldn't be nice about that, and it will throw me off. I think yeah. he definitely might do it on purpose. Have you insulted him on the live blog? Yeah, quite a lot. No, yeah. not that much. Although he's he's. I like when you t- commented on his jazzy dance on on the Ugh. on the Sunday night when yeah. he comes out. Yeah, I for a while I was I I tried to base his performance on you know when he does that sort of tennis swing mm. with his microphone, the enthusiasm with which he does that I take as a bellwether for the rest of the show. Yeah, sometimes yeah. he'll just go like slap, and I think great. Oh. But then sometimes he'll like hop up on his toes and do it and do a little heel twist, and then you know. All bets are off. That means he's had a blurry. That's all that means. <laughs> that means that morning he got woken up with a blurry fact. Fact. <laughs> Behind the scenes. Behind yeah. whose scenes, Ellie? I, I watch Extra Extra Factor on ITV3. <laughs> In between episodes of Rosemary and Time. Yeah. <laughs> show don't knock it Stuart but Cheryl you can no. say what you like about Cheryl I won't have you knocking Rosemary in time I, I, Kendall is a master yeah. of the craft anyway okay Louis um, Walsh phoned me up once that's another story oh, Louis Walsh phoned me up oh to say what to say oh it was when I wrote one of these Louis Walsh is great sarcastic Louis Walsh is great <laughs> pieces and I don't know how he got my number but he phoned me up when I was at my mum and dad's house <laughs> so and you got their number 
No, no, if only one leg that would be too far. Um, but he's, yeah, he's great. He swears a lot. So and did you pick up the phone? Like, brr, brr, f*** off, Stuart. No, he was he was going. You're the only one who understands. I was like, you don't you don't, you don't get you don't get the the sarcasm in the thing I've written, have you? He was like, <laughs> she's actually <laughs> sniffing for truffles in the corner. Oh my god! So he thought he was. Yeah, he was like, oh, you must. He was. He said. You've got to come to my uh, to my dressing room, and we won't tell anyone you're a journalist. And I was like, oh, I've got a live blog, Louis. I can't come to your dressing room. <laughs> he was great. He's he swears a lot, and he's really indiscreet. He was telling me all sorts of stuff about Gary Barlow. Nothing Ooh. like horrible, rude stuff, but just that he had a writer. He was the only member of the judging. Is that yeah. right? Oh, I like that. Yeah. Shame he doesn't have a writer for his songs as well. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I don't know why I said that. Cuts it out. It's very good. Thanks. That's, I've been working on my 30s accent for some time. It's just, um, oh dear. Uh, and didn't you have? Didn't you have a brush with Nigella? Yeah, yeah. That was for uh, after I'd been live blogging the Voice. Oh, that was the Voice. Okay, yeah. Yeah. Um, and then she started DMing me on Twitter, and she went, "Are you doing this next week?" And I went, "No, it's just a one week deal." And she went, you must come to my house and live blog verbally for me. Um, wow. And so I thought I would. And it was just mortifying because you, you're just shouting at a television in front of a famous person <laughs> you fancy, which isn't a good look. No, it really isn't a good look. Well, and I took my wife with me as well. So it wasn't... It, it, on it wasn't all, even sexy. It wasn't even sexy. I was just going, oh, look at... Cool, don't like his shoes. And it just... All, <laughs> it was like a very third rate live blog great did she serve any food yeah yeah she did what did you have roast chicken oh she does like that yeah but it is it is all about context because i remember you know like comedy or anything like that has to have the like if you're live blogging or whatever you've got to have your yeah. your ambience you've got to have you know your things in your right place otherwise you, you can't feel the funny yeah, sometimes whatever. does she have quilted toilet paper <laughs> i didn't go to the toilet oh but my wife my oh, wife got, we had to leave early we had to leave early because my wife got a migraine and threw up in her toilet um, so oh. she's the person to ask I can find out and let you can know you, can we ring her now yeah. <laughs> yeah it'll be fine I bet she's got that Waitrose stuff that I buy at Christmas that has cashmere in it have you seen cashmere. that cashmere cashmere in toilet paper yeah Waitrose Beckenham get down there that sounds like a waste very what, wasteful what are you talking about <laughs> I don't you, know what is it too mean? soft <laughs> I think you get too soft with toilet roll I and where you just move it around, you don't really <laughs> scrape it off. You just sort of nudge it in different directions. No, you just dab it. Like, <laughs> oh, is that how it works? Yeah, like, like with a cloud. <laughs> dab your poo with a cloud. It makes you feel really superior. <laughs> oh. oh dear! What would you actually do if you saw Nigella, apart from going to a toilet and check the quality Give of birth? It? Yeah, I just, just spontaneously right now or just in general. Go. Yeah, just anyway. you say you would dilate. That's what you're saying. You her could. and Cheryl. If like if I saw if I, if her and Cheryl were in a burning building, I don't know what I'd do. I'd throw myself on the flames because <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't live knowing that I'd let one of them die. That's how much I love them. Are they in the same bur- burning building? Yeah, yeah. So like, Sophie's choice. celebrities. Yeah, you love. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Sophie's choice. Who would you rescue? Uh, Nigella. Hello. Oh, Nigella for sure. Oh, you people. We oh, I feel like they're both so, you know, yeah. I feel like Nigella's got more to give to the world, that's all. Yeah. I feel like she's given enough. I've got 14 of our cookery books. That's <laughs> your choice, Ellie Gibson. I feel like Sharon, Cheryl's journey as an artist is only just beginning, one hopes. Mm-mm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hey, hmm. Nigella hey. hasn't made any records with Will I Am. <laughs> <laughs> no. Oh. Anyway, anyway, enough about who we'd save in a fire. <laughs> if you were to go on X Factor, I'm sure you've thought about this as much yes. as I have. What song would you sing, Helen? I was thinking about this today, actually, Ellie. Uh, I was thinking Natalie Imbruglia's Torn. Oh, is that because mm. you can do the accent? Yeah. <laughs> and it almost sounds like my last name. <laughs> If I, was, if I was Irish, <laughs> I'm like, I'm torn. Torn. <laughs> she's already drunk. <laughs> what a fucking shot! <laughs> <laughs> I like that. Yeah, yeah. You 
you're welcome. <laughs> we should do that in the show. Yeah, I think so. Now, they lowered the age uh, limit for X Factor this year to 14, which I know Cheryl had a particular problem with. Again, just another mm. example of why she's a beautiful angel sent here to do God's work. Um, <laughs> would you let your child, if your child was your, your unborn son, would you say, go for it, son? I would, I think. Would you? Yeah, I think, sure. I would be very mean about him on the internet. As, a, <laughs> as my job Rubbish. allows. But yeah, uh, but yeah, why not? Would you? Um, I'd worry about it because that rejection is very hard to take <laughs> at any age. But at 14, I think I feel like it's quite... I feel like that's a big emotional experience to go through very young and yeah. could be quite damaging if you're not fully formed. So you're, you're saying Stuart's wrong, Illy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying he's going to be a bad parent. That's, that's what I'm saying. I'm a bit judgy, but that's all right. <laughs> no, I don't, I don't know. I think it would depend on the child. Yeah, it's like, I, but when the, yeah, when the 14-year-old's going, I've just, this is this is everything I've worked towards, this is my whole life. It's like, you're 14, yeah. you're little, this is not your whole life. This is just a silly show. So, yeah, I think it, it is hard as a parent because you kind of think you don't want them to be hurt by something yeah. that could be ultimately very cruel. Well, the main risk, of course, is that they might end up in stereo kicks. Or, <laughs> Oh, imagine that. So I think that's enough X Factor chat, Helen, don't you? Yes, I think we've cracked that nut, Illy. Excellent. Fantastic. See the catchphrase. It's really really It's catching on. Um, Now, we've nearly come to the end of our podcast, but let's talk about your podcast, Stuart Heritage. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) What is it called? I have a podcast called loveandhat.com, which is spelled L-U-V and hat, hat, uh, (laughs) that I have with my wife. And it used to be a website, and now it's a podcast. Um, and it's very funny and antagonistic, and it's on the internet. So it's like the two of you having a chat, well, sort of having a row almost, isn't yeah. it? Yeah, we put every every episode, we've done 50, we pick a subject uh, and we pre-prepare statements that we read out, and then we just sort of yell at each other for <laughs> 10 minutes. <laughs> so, yes. so what gave you the idea for the podcast in the first place? Uh, we just, um, well, I had an old website uh, that I used to write, and Robin, who is now my wife, wrote for it. And then I left and she said, do you want to write something together? And we hadn't even met at that point. So we just started oh. to argue about things on the internet. Oh. Um, and now and that makes it I sound thought, despicable yes, and like a couple Let's be married. Yeah, yeah <laughs> which is horrible. It's not, it's not a couple lovey, sort of yeah, smug thing. It's, it is just two people arguing. Uh, but yeah, no, it's good. And it's on Audible and they're free. Yeah, they're fantastic. Yeah, they're free. That's the main thing. And about 15 minutes. Is 15 minutes yeah. and they're free. So sure. you don't. It doesn't cost you anything, and you can get on with your life as soon as yes. it's finished. Unlike this, f- which goes on and on and on. I should know. I have to edit it. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, we've almost reached the end, haven't we, Helen? We have. But before we go, we've got that segment that everyone loves. Yes, scummy, scummy mummy confessions. confessions. So this is where we're going to share our scummy parenting stories. Now I know, Stuart, you're not officially a parent yet, but you are sort of. You know, mm-hmm. have you have you got a confession to share with us? It's not, I, I cleared this with her before. Right. Uh, it's not really a parenting one, but it happened in a maternity ward. Robin had to do a urine sample, uh, but she couldn't get the lid back on and she spilt the whole thing down her top. Oh, And she, she came back with her top on, back to front, uh, because oh, she, no. like the entire container of <gasps> all down oh, love. And then let me, yeah. let me guess, she forgot and leant back in the armchair. Oh. <laughs> Oh, Robin. Well, she's been well prepared for. Yeah, my scummy mummy confession is that regularly in our stage show, Helen and I do a pelvic floor workout, and one of the props we use uh, to help explain this in a highly amusing way is we have some. They're called geisha balls, and they're like all love eggs. They're sometimes called, and they're like on a piece of string. And after we finished the show the other week, uh, uh, Pete and I were sitting on the sofa, and Charlie came in holding the geisha ball. And he, and he said, Mummy, do these belong to Helen? <laughs> what? Don't ask me that. That's what he said. So, uh, so there yeah. we are. We'll, we'll get locks on the prop boxes from I now think on in. I think. That's the yeah. lesson we've learned. That's it. Um, now, my scummy mummy confession is that my son had an infected toe this week and it got so big and pussy I had to take him to the doctor and the doctor said, I'm afraid you're going to have to lance that. So, so it went like this. I stuck him in front of the TV. I forgot that he hadn't done a wee for about four hours. Stuart's so either having a nosebleed or he's... <laughs> 
having a break. This yeah. is your future. So I start the poor little three-year-old in front of the telly and I put his feet in, in a pool of warm water. So I had a packet of Smarties on the edge of the bench, stuck him on a little chair, put his feet in. He pissed everywhere, all oh. over me, all over everything. Ah. Oh. Uh, I, I pricked the toe, the pus came out, but he screamed and then I lost my way and then all the Smarties fell into the sterile water and all over the wee and everybody was just covered in piss and pus <laughs> and Smarties and, and I wanted to cry. Oh. So that was scummy, I thought. That had everything. Oh, oh Helen, I'm really, so sorry. Really hideous. You have yeah. to go through that. And Stuart, I'm so sorry you're going to have to go through, if not that, something similar, similar in yeah. disgustingness and difficulty. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> Good luck, my friends. Good luck. Oh, God. Well, that's it, everybody. You've been a brilliant guest, Stuart Heritage. Thank you very much. Thanks for having me. Thanks for talking DILFs and X Factor. Um, And if people want to listen to Love and Hat... Uh, go to audible.co.uk and search for Love and Hat, but spell love L-U-V, otherwise you'll get a proper book or something. Yeah. yeah. God, nobody wants that. Nah. No. Yeah. And and your live blog will be going for another, what, two, three two, weeks? Uh, it's the quarterfinals, so two yeah. more weeks after this, yeah. Look at us on scummymummies.com. We're at Twitter, at Scummy Mummies, and Facebook, find us Scummy Mummies Podcast. That's right. And we do have one more. We've added an extra date for our live show, haven't we? We have. On the 19th of December, we're doing a live show in Forest Hill, in London so yes. come along to that so if you want to buy tickets for that uh, if you want to download more podcasts gummymummies.com and thank you for listening everybody bye bye and we've got this far into the podcast and no one's done a impersonation of the dude who does the overhead announcement that's right oh are you talking about the X Factor announcement? Yeah, yeah. yeah. No yeah. one's done a, it's the Scummy Mummies X Factor yeah. special. No one's and done, also, no done an impression of that guy who does the announcements at the start of the X Factor. <laughs> <laughs> That's so nice. cruel. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavourless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more, with Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.